You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident fanalist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore data. So today I thought we'd do something a little bit more fun. How about we do a mock draft? We, we kind of brushed up on um, the draft a little bit, and when you update a big board, it just kind of makes sense to see how the chips fall once again. Um, I did not do, because I didn't really feel like I would have enough time, and that's probably true because I barely had enough time to get this done for today. But I didn't have enough time to do trades, so I just kind of did... It actually started off in with their intention of being trades, and then there just wasn't trades all the way through, I think, like, pick nine. And I was looking for the Jaguars to maybe move, and I was like, you know what? No, let's just do no trades. This is taking forever. So that's what we're doing today. we got to kind of hit the gas a little bit because there's 32 picks, and I always underestimate how long that takes. Always. And we've got about 50 minutes, so I'm giving myself about a minute a pick. But anyways, with that in mind, make sure you are in the Packernet Podcast Facebook group. Make sure you like the Packernet Podcast Facebook page. If you wouldn't mind leaving a five-star iTunes review, that would be greatly appreciated. If you don't have iTunes, use iTunes. There's always Stitcher. Just go to stitcher.com, find the podcast, leave a review. Simple as that. And then there is the mecca of all helping of the podcast. And that is patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. Sorry I'm slurring my words. I promise there have been no adult beverages this morning. I'm just tired. And the mouth is not awake yet. The brain's barely awake, so we're, we're flying. I'm, I'm cranking this thing all the way up. And if my brain and my mouth can't keep up, then so be it. But anyways, please consider uh, donating. You can jump in for as little as a buck a month, and it goes a long way to helping out the things that I do here. So anyways, let's take a break and launch into this mock draft. We'll do the break now. We'll do no breaks after so that we can just hit it. And I, I guess quit it. It's an inappropriate thing, but it's not what I'm referring to. You're referring to that. You went there. I didn't go there. I'm saying we just hit this mock draft and then we go to work. I'm being very appropriate right now. Very appropriate. How dare you? Let's take a break. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now... Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. 
And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Have you ever experienced turbulence on a flight and wondered why? And you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? No, everything's peachy. Maybe you've sat on the tarmac for hours wondering why your plane isn't moving. Well, we're outside here. They're saying the ramp is closed. They won't let us park because of uh, Air Force One. Listen in on the conversations between pilots and air traffic controllers on the Air Traffic Out of Control podcast. 510 declaring an emergency. There's smoke in the cabin. I need to make a landing right now on 31 left. We have the most interesting, wild, and funny ATC recordings you will ever hear. Check out Air Traffic Out of Control wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Every single night, police officers across this great country of ours receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. They tend to get what we call in the industry alarm fatigue, which is you hear it so much, you kind of just don't even hear it. All that is different with Simply Safe, because Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime in action. And what that means for you is that police tend to dispatch up to 350% faster for a Simply Safe home security system than for a normal normal burglar alarm. If you want to get comprehensive protection for your home, which includes outdoor cameras and doorbell cameras that alert you to anyone approaching your home, also entry, motion, and glass break sensors to protect the inside, as well as fire, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning, monitoring, 24 7 365 monitored by live security professionals simply safe is definitely the way to go the best part about all this and every time i say it it just kind of shocks me because it feels like it should be a lot more money 50 cents a day 50 cents a day and i'm sure they wrote 50 cents a day because it sounds like less than what it is per month but i'm just gonna say it anyways 15 bucks a month that's ridiculous You think they're trying to get you with the per day amount, and then you do the math, and it's like, oh, that's still no money at all. And no contracts. So why don't you right now go visit simplysafe.com slash overtime. You're going to get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash overtime so they know that the Packernet podcast sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash overtime. All right, let's rock and roll and bebop on through the night. Actually, let's let's do a mock draft instead. I bebopped yesterday. With the first pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback out of LSU. If you've been paying attention to mock drafts at all, you know that this is the pick. If you haven't, welcome to the club. This is the pick. With the second pick in the 2020, this is how it's going to go. Second pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Washington Redskins select Chase Young, edge rusher, Ohio State. Exact same situation. Chase Young is, I don't want to say unanimously, but pretty close to unanimously the best player in this draft class, at least according to the experts. This is not, uh, I have not created my own official board, but I, I will defer to the experts who say Chase Young is the top guy. Joe Burrow is a quarterback, which is why he goes first. The Redskins then swoop in and do the very easy, obvious thing. Haven't already taken a quarterback. With the third pick, and this is where it gets interesting, in the 2020 NFL Draft, I did something that... I just, if I heard somebody do this when I was doing a mock draft, I would have just said that's dumb. But then I looked into it and I thought, no, I'm just, I'm going to do it. The Detroit Lions select Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson. Now, I've been on record saying I'm not as big on Simmons as most people. And I also don't like taking linebackers this early. However, 
the assumption is they have to take Jeff Okuda, and I don't really see why. Other than, you know, I mean, it makes sense in terms of maybe he's the next best player, although I don't think that's how I have it laid out on the board, maybe. And then positional value. But they did pick up Trufant, and they picked up Coleman last year in the slot. Why is the position where they have two of their three spots filled the most dire position on the team where we have to assume Jeff Okuda is the automatic pick? I'm just a little confused by that. Beyond that, their linebackers are terrible. Beyond that, Isaiah Simmons largely is going to bring coverage ability, which is kind of what we're after anyways, right? Also, they could use a little bit of safety help, and Isaiah Simmons does a little bit of all of that. So it, I don't know, it just it it just, just sort of fits better for me, for the Lions. Now, again, if you want to make the argument that corner is a more valuable position overall and you shouldn't take a linebacker this early, that's fine. Again, I agree. And if, if Isaiah Simmons was just a linebacker, I would have agreed with that. But largely it's because he's he's basically a safety that's going to play in the box. That's why. And I think Matt Patricia would like somebody like that. I know the Patriots do that kind of stuff a lot. And so I think that that would be an ideal player for the Lions. With the fourth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Jeff Okuda, cornerback out of Ohio State. This is absolutely a dream scenario for the New York Giants. They did just go out and pay Bradbury, and some people are probably, oh, they just got a corner too, so the Lions get somebody and they can't get Okuda. The Giants paid James Bradbury, who is a garbage corner. They paid him a ton, like $14.5 million or something per year. He's not even good. I I don't get it. And the Giants, on top of that, had by far the worst cornerback group I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever. In my life. And I am a Green Bay Packers fan. I lived through the Randall and Gunter days. This is a lot worse. So yes, they're taking Jeff Okuda. With the fifth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavailoa, cornerback out of Alabama. So not being able to trade, and, and, and I, I, remember, I wasn't until pick nine I decided not to trade. I just decided as the Lions, I'm just not doing it. The offers were there from the Dolphins, from the Chargers, from, the Pan- from everybody. And it was like, you know what, no. I'm, I'm not going to risk it. I feel like this is a good pick, and that's what I'm going to do. So the Lions held strong, and this is, I think, a fairly unanimous thing. Of course, anything could happen. They could go Justin Herbert. They could just not go quarterback, which would be stupid. Who knows what's actually going to happen, but this is a fairly safe estimate. That leads us to, with the sixth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the L.A. Chargers select Justin Herbert, quarterback, out of Oregon. Again, the Chargers didn't, they lost their quarterback, they didn't do anything to bring in a new quarterback, they didn't get in on the sweepstakes, which makes sense. The Dolphins and the Chargers don't because they're early enough to feel confident that they're going to get one of these top quarterbacks. Not to say they didn't try, but they didn't try very hard. And so again, relatively straightforward pick. With the seventh pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle, Georgia. So most people are going to flip. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Everybody's getting real big on all these Feldman's freak list guys. Tristan Wirfs can bench press 7,000 pounds. <sighs> Look, first of all, why offensive line? They just they just went out and got Okung. Okung, whatever. Great, he's 32 years old and he's not good at stuff. And it's there's one year left on his contract, so I don't care. The bottom line, I, I can't get over the fact that it was a couple months ago, people were saying Andrew Thomas was a, a kind of prospect that we haven't seen in years. Suddenly, he's not even as good as half the, you know, the, he's not as good as Jedrick Wills. He's not as good as Tristan Wirfs. He's not as good as Mekhi Becton. I hate that I'm starting to come around to that. It should be Mech, it, it is. It's Mekhi Becton. It's 100% Mekhi Becton. Beyond that, 
and and I want to stick to the board a little bit. Mackie back then is is down my board quite a bit. So it was really comes down to Jedrick Wills was first, and then it was either Tristan or Thomas. But Wills is a right tackle. There's question about him whether or not he can play left tackle. There's you know he talk about he's trying to adjust to learning how to do that. And also some people think he should slide inside. Werfs largely played right tackle. I know he did play some left tackle, but I, I just, you know what? I just need a left tackle, and I need a very good one, and Andrew Thomas is that. It feels unbelievably safe, so we're going with it. With the 20, no, not the anything like that. With the eighth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle Alabama. What the heck? Look, th- this was a really simple decision for me. Not only is Wills the top tackle on the board, but with all the question about, I don't know if he can do left, maybe he just has to stay right, maybe he has to slide into guard, that's a perfect conversation for the Cardinals to have after they draft him. Because they just need everybody. Again, Carolina needs a left tackle. Left tackle. I don't need a right tackle. I don't need a right guard. I don't need a center. I need a left tackle. The Cardinals need everything and everyone. Ideally, Jedrick Wills plays left tackle. If he can't, let's try him at right tackle. If he can't, we'll play him at guard. It doesn't really matter. We need everybody. With the ninth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle, Iowa. Oh, we're not done yet. So we got three tackles in a row. Look, the the Jaguars have a lot of options, but it just feels like the right thing to do. You know, they, they do have at least one wide receiver, and I'd love to get him another. And we can, but there's no reason to take the best wide receiver in this draft class just because we can. We can get a different one. What we're not going to get in the second round, or later in this round for that matter, is one of the top tackles in this draft class. And we absolutely could use a right tackle if that's where he needs to slot in. And I do want to build up this offensive line. I've, we've got Minshew to work with. We've got a... a a team that is centered around a big bruising running back and a strong defense. I don't need a second wide receiver. I mean, I do, but just, it, it, no, we're taking a tackle. With the 10th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Mackie Becton, offensive tackle, Louisville. Yes, I did four tackles in a row. Conklin was an absolutely remarkable pickup at right tackle. Becton and Conklin is going to be a ridiculous tackle pairing. Everybody was mocking the Browns. Uh, because their offensive, well, for a lot of reasons, but their offensive line got decimated. And I remember saying when they traded away their offensive guard that they lost that trade, and I was correct in that. Not that the Giants did much with it, but that was a good pickup by them. But they got to do something. Robinson and Hubbard is not an answer to anything. Replacing that with Becton and Conklin is just a thing to behold. I did very strongly consider Derek Brown. He is higher on the board, but I feel like defensive tackle we can get a little bit later, if need be, and it's not it's not as big of a need for me. Let's just get a really good left tackle. With the 11th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Jerry Judy, wide receiver, Alabama. So everyone's talking as though Judy's kind of sliding. I shouldn't say everyone. I did yesterday. But, um, you know, the, the board I have, which, by the way, I'm referring to my board. It's an aggregate board, if you don't know. That is to say, I scour the NFL, the NFL. See, I'm, I'm fried already. I'm done. Toasted. Scour the internet for big boards, whether that's ESPN, PFF, you know, Matt Miller, Draft Tech, Draft Network, Tankathon, all of them, and I just average it all out. And that board that I have put Jerry Judy back above C.D. Lamb. Now, to be honest, the Jets had a terrible, terrible run of luck because I would love to get an offensive lineman, and being five spots away with four offensive tackles available that I like, 
there's like a 95% chance that I'm getting to tackle out of this, probably higher. And four in a row just went. That's unbelievable. But we're going to go, and, and yes, we did pick up Rashad Perriman. The way that I see this, I don't, I don't think it's that terrible of a wide receiver group, but right now they've basically got two number twos is how I see it. Rashad Perriman is a solid number two. So we can go into the NFL season with two number twos and being meh. But if you have a number one and two number twos, that's a really solid group. Um, and, I, and I've said before, I think Darnold with Jerry Judy is just kind of a scary situation. Darnold is definitely underwhelmed as a quarterback, but one of the things, I mean, he hasn't had much to work with, but I specifically remember one of the things that was said about him is his anticipation, and with Jerry Judy and his footwork being able to get in and out of breaks, that could be a lethal combo. With the 12th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders, ah, the Las Vegas Raiders select, CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver, Oklahoma. So I basically had Derek Brown penciled in. It was done, and I just said, you know what, no, I'm not doing it. It's not that we don't need him. But we did bring in Malik Collins, Kwiatkowski, and Littleton, all of which are going to help sort of the middle of the field kind of thing, you know, stopping the run and whatnot. The next biggest need that I could think of would be a lack of weapons on the outside. Unless you think Aguilar and Renfro is a sufficient wide receiver group, we should probably do something pretty sufficient here or some, you know, big enough to compensate for this nightmare of a group. With the 13th pick, and it pains my heart to say this, the 49ers, who should not have an early first-round pick, but do, select Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. Once again, Derek Brown, very, very tempting. Partially because it's hilarious because they draft defensive linemen early in the first round every single year, so why break that trend? It seems to be working for them. But beyond that, we got Bosa, we got Armstead, and we got Brown that would be in the mix. That's just, that's ridiculous. Granted, it would just be making up for the guy that we got rid of to get this spot, which would also make sense. But nope, we're going in a different direction. A bigger need, and yes, as I've said a thousand times, Quan Alexander was a terrible pickup because he's a terrible linebacker. He's not the solution to anything. And so we don't have any good linebackers. We're going to pick up the best linebacker in this class, at least as far as everyone seems to agree. Everyone that On social media, Patrick Murray, I bet if you took a poll, would be the top linebacker. But when you look at these boards, pretty unanimously, and, and by a wide margin, Kenneth Murray is the better linebacker, which is just kind of odd to me. With the 14th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Xavier McKinney, safety, Alabama. wasn't very long ago that Jordan Love would have been the pick here, and it would not have been a very difficult conversation. However, you don't pick up Tom Brady unless your plan is to win a Super Bowl in the next two years. And what good is putting a quarterback behind him going to do in serving that goal of winning a Super Bowl? Also, you're not going to pick up Tom Brady and not help him. Now, defense doesn't necessarily help him directly. It does indirectly. But we're going to build a team, and we're going to go out and try to win. And I, I want to demonstrate to my new quarterback that we are all in. And, and bringing in Tom Brady and being all excited and rolling out the red carpet and like, here we go, man, we're going big time. Get me a replacement right away, please. Yes, please. It just that doesn't make any sense to me. So we're, we're going with a uh, pretty big need for the Bucks at safety and getting Xavier McKinney. With the 15th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos select Henry Ruggs, wide receiver, Alabama. So the Broncos are doing some pretty big things, and every time I see them, they, they keep picking up players, and it's like, oh, man, that's going to be a good team. And then I look at the team, eh. I know Broncos fans are real excited about Locke. He did flash quite a bit, but overall, as far as PFF grade, he was still pretty terrible. The offensive line still needs some help, and the weapons consist of Cortland Sutton. End of list. Noah Fant was a non-factor. The other wide receivers are a non-factor. We lost Emmanuel Sanders, so that doesn't help anything. 
we, we need a spark. And so we got about as big of a spark as you can get at wide receiver. With the 16th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select C.J. Henderson, cornerback, Florida. I, I think even if we had Desmond Trufant, this wouldn't be a terrible option. Without him, I mean, this is bad. So pretty easy decision for me. With the 17th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Derek Brown, defensive lineman, Auburn. So, I mean, th- this just got to the point where it's like, I don't even care what the Cowboys need. Derek Brown cannot fall any farther. Um, this is just, this is getting into territory where, you know, those mock simulators, which I, I really try not to use very much because they're so annoying in, in terms of how bad they are. This is one of those kinds of things where Derek Brown makes it to 17. But anyways, I know they just signed Poe and Gerald McCoy. Bottom line is, Poe is a rotational guy. He's older, he's larger, he's just there for short yardage situations to stop the run. So what we've got is Gerald McCoy, we got Lawrence, and now we have Derek Brown. That's solid. And you can't tell me, Cowboys fans, that if Derek Brown fell to 17, you wouldn't take him. I doubt there's much complaining, but if there were, stop it. With the 18th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Grant Delpit, safety LSU. Can I just say, by the way, a lot of people are, like, enamored with what the Dolphins are doing. This is still a terrible team. I, I just, I, I keep hearing, like, I, I said something bad about Detroit and, and uh, the Dolphins as far as they just keep picking up Patriots. They don't know what they're doing. Then I had someone say, dude, the Miami Dolphins are doing a great job. I listened to a, a draft show yesterday, and they were talking about, do the Miami Dolphins win the division? Now, the, the answer that he got was no, but it was a serious conversation. The Dolphins are still garbage. Like, even with Tua, their car, their, everything is so terrible. I mean, they've picked up some names, and there are decent players that got picked up. Most of the guys, they, they picked up like 17 guys. I think 16 of them are terrible. So, <laughs> okay, maybe 15. But anyways, pretty much everything is a need for this team, so I'm just going value. And um, yes, safety is a need, and Grant Delpit is a good value, so that's what we're doing. Simple as that. With the 20th, 19th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders with their second pick select, Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle, South Carolina. Again, this is not really the biggest need, but I do think Kinlaw's fallen far enough and it's time for someone to pull the trigger. We know the Raiders like, uh, they, they well, first of all, we know they need pass rush help. They took a big swing and a miss last year with that. There was some hype about some of their guys, maybe whatever, but all that kind of fell away. I think they still need help. And also, we've heard Mayock, and I'm sure he's not the only one. I keep putting this on him. I'm sure this is a consensus around the NFL. But Mayock has come out and said that interior pressure is incredibly important, and that's what Javon Kinlaw gives you. With the 20th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Patrick Queen, linebacker, LSU. And I got to tell you, if anybody out there says, we just picked up Schobert, you're getting slapped. Jaguars fans, Schobert is terrible. Stop it. You need linebacker help. You're getting Patrick Queen. Deal with it. With the 21st pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Kalevon Chason, edge rusher, LSU. This was tough. Usually I want to go corner, but we picked up Slay, which, you know, we can still get a corner, but it's not the biggest need in the world anymore. And we do have Brandon Graham, but he's 31. Beyond that, Chason is... I, I, he's number 17 on our board, and with the lack of pass rushers, I have a hard time seeing him fall much farther. I mean, you can't go wrong with drafting a second edge rusher. I don't know why anybody would even complain about that. And you get the best one in this entire draft class. 
With the 22nd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Christian Fulton, cornerback LSU. The Vikings recently have created quite a few holes for their own team. I don't think there's anyone bigger than corner right now. I mean, they had insufficient corners prior to this year. The corners they had are are names. Everybody knows the names. They're not very good. The guys that are not very good are all gone. And so now we got the guys that were underneath the guys that were not any good that are start. This is a nightmare. So, yes, we need Christian Fulton from LSU. We need him immediately. With the 23rd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New England Patriots select, isn't this perfect, Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Wouldn't you just know that this is how this is going to go? Right? The, the only teams that don't need... I mean, it's not... Somebody could... Who would have... The Vikings, maybe. Not the Eagles. Maybe the Jaguars. Maybe the Raiders. None of those are definite. And so you end up with the Patriots just... It just falls right into the lap. That would happen. And he probably will grow up to be the next Pat Mahomes. And we're going to have 20 more years of Patriots domination. Can you imagine... I would probably have to give up football. I don't. I can't do 40 years. I can't. I'm going to be in my 50s. When, when did Brady start his little run? 99? For crying out loud. My own mock draft is making me furious. With the 24th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Cesar Ruiz, interior offensive lineman out of Michigan. Is it a little bit of a reach? I think so. But top interior offensive lineman, not super debatable that he at least belongs in the first round conversation. And um, there, there just aren't very many holes with the Saints right now. There just aren't. There's there's one hole along the offensive line, a, a very, very good offensive line, and that would be the left guard spot. And yes, they just signed Andrus Pete, and the idea is we're going to plug him in there. But um, that was... See, sometimes a signing doesn't mean it's solved. A signing means there's a problem. And, and Packer fans probably know this all too well. The Packers have signed... Three positions. Guess what three positions are needs in the first round? So there you go. This is one of those situations. They have a hole. They needed to put somebody there, but it's more of an acknowledgement of a problem than a solution to the problem. And so we're just going to go ahead and patch that up. With the 25th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select, and I like this because I haven't seen this, not that I read a lot of mock drafts, A.J. Epinesa, edge rusher out of Iowa. Now, a lot of people are probably leaning wide receiver here. I actually think Tajay Sharp isn't a terrible number two option. He's not great, but he, you know, it's, I mean, it's a significant step back. And if we want to replace a wide receiver, we're going to have more options probably in the second round. But it's not a massive need. We still have a very good wide receiver in Thielen. And again, Tajay Sharp, arguably, it would be in the sort of number two category. And again, significant holes all throughout this team right now. We lost two big pieces along the defensive line. We did get Pierce, but again, he's just sort of a big run stuffer. And so we would like to have something other than Daniil Hunter to generate some kind of pressure. And, of course, A.J. Epinesa is going to be an improvement as a pass rusher, probably. I know most people think, no, he's gonna, he needs to kick inside. I don't I don't really buy that. I've seen him play inside sparingly. He got dominated. I just don't think he's big. I mean, granted, he'd have to bulk up to do it, but I just I don't like that. He is what he is. Right, Daniil Hunter is the, the hunter off the, off the edge. A.J. Epinesa is going to be the strong side, set-the-edge kind of guy who provides a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit more more juice and pressure off the edge. Again, don't complain about having two edge rushers. With the 26th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, LSU. I'll be honest, I don't like this pick, <laughs> which is strange in your own mock draft. I, I would have liked to have taken Gross Matos here. 
The only reason I didn't is I don't feel good about taking Tua and, that, and then not getting him any help. And I don't see any offensive line help, really, without reaching too much. And so I just took the top wide receiver on the board, Justin Jefferson. It's the irresponsible thing to do, but i got to do something to help my quarterback because he's just going to get annihilated back there. With the 27th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select Yatur Grosmatos, edge rusher, Penn State. So Miami's loss is Seattle's gain ultimately, and I'm assuming Clowney leaves. There's no real guarantee. It sounds like he's having a hard time finding a market. I mean, if it falls enough, maybe Seattle's like, look, I mean, if you want to stay, we could give you this. I don't know. I don't know where they stand on that. I'm assuming he's gone. And uh, with that, I mean, this is a, a team that is just slowly eroding. I'm, I'm, I'm always beyond impressed with Seattle. I've been saying for three, four years now that this team is getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and they're just not getting that much. I mean, they are eroding a little bit, but, I mean, they just keep coming, man. Despite this supposed most overrated GM in the history of the world is Schneider. And I hate saying that because he's a Packers guy. But man, oh man, the guy had one good draft and has allowed this thing to erode, and, and his, his picks lately have been laughable. I mean, he's literally getting laughed at, but you say anything bad about Schneider, and it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This guy built the Legion of Boom, for crying out loud, with that one good draft. Anyways, bottom line is a lot of things are eroding, a lot of options, but defensive line is, is definitely going by the wayside. They don't have much if they lose Clowney, so we got to at least get something. With the 28th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select LaVisca Chenault, wide receiver, Colorado. So he is still at this spot on my board. I know a lot of people think he's fallen, and there's other wide receivers that should be above him. This is where he's at. And I like him, so I don't mind. If I didn't like him, I'd probably say, nah, he's, he's, she should be lower. But I do like him. Um, as far as why the Ravens, I know it's, well, they've already got a really good offense. Why are you doing this? As I've said before, Despite this unbelievably talented offense, they have one of the worst wide receiver groups in the NFL. Hollywood Brown was mediocre at best, and he was by far their best wide receiver. I want to get him a stud. Granted, we tried to get a stud last year. It didn't super work out. But let's say Hollywood takes a leap, especially now that there's some help. I mean, they got a good tight end, and then you get a different skill set type, you know, Hollywood the burner, and then you get Chenault kind of, you know, more of the Debo, can do end around, wildcat, work in the slot could do all that crazy stuff plus of course you've got this quarterback I mean, defenses when you're trying to account for hollywood brown and lamar jackson and now lavisca chenault that's just that's not fun that's not fun to have to figure out what to do with that oh and by the way they're tight ends nightmare with the 29th pick in the 2020 nfl draft the tennessee titans select zach bond linebacker wisconsin this wasn't that hard of a, a decision the only thing that made it hard is that i still have him written up as an edge rusher in my uh, my big board, so I'm looking, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't want an edge runner. It's like, oh, wait, he's going to play linebacker, I think. So that solves that problem, because they very much need linebacker help. And that brings us to pick number 30. Now, this is the part where you get all excited, and then you hear a name, and you didn't want to hear that name, and you get angry. And I promise you, I will deliver on that. I'm going to do my best Ted Thompson, Brian Gutekunst impression right here. You ready? With the 30th pick, I'm so excited. I, I get the opportunity to disappoint you all right now like a real GM. With the 30th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle, TCU. So essentially what I did is it's the same process that I do for all the other teams. I'm not, because I get stuck in this Packers row. We all talk to each other and we all get this, we think we got it all figured out. And then something else happens and we just, because we're all in this group thing thing, it's like, oh, I didn't even think, oh yeah. None of us even considered Funches, and now after it's done, it's like, oh, I guess I can kind of see that. 
I don't like it, but it kind of makes sense, and I'm kind of surprised I didn't see that coming. This is one of those things. We have needs at offensive tackle. We have needs at linebacker. We have needs at wide receiver. We have needs at defensive tackle. Which one did we not address? Bueller? Beyond that, we don't have any linebacker options right now. Offensive tackle is really only a dire need if we assume Wagner doesn't bounce back from his year last year in which he was hurt. And wide receiver, as I said, is the one position that got better. It's not a dire need. We have a number one, we have a number two, and we have Lazard. So we have like a number one and two number twos. It's not the worst situation to be in. Would it be nice to have a you know two number ones and two number two? Of course, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be the best wide receiver group in the history of the universe. It'd be great. It's a little bit of hyperbole, but I mean, it's just... Point is, when you actually look at the team, as much as we think we have this dominant defensive front, we've got Kenny Clark, we've got Zadarius Smith. That's kind of it. Preston fell off big time toward the end of the year. Still a, a decent enough player, but he's not this top-tier, top-ten pass rusher. Uh, Rashawn didn't give us anything. Lowry didn't do anything. Lancaster didn't do anything. And so, if I, again, if I'm just looking at this objectively, and I'm just looking at all these players, and I'm going, okay, they got a good offensive line, wide receivers are okay, great quarterback, great running back, offensive li- offense looks good outside of maybe right tackle. And by the way, I had a right tackle pencil then, and I deleted them, just throwing that out there. Um, but that's a little bit of a reach. Tight end, we don't have any. Corner is kind of an option. Alexander's okay. Everybody else, meh. Although they do have Williams. Again, I'm, I'm just speaking. I'm, I'm not... I'm not a Packer fan that observed that Kevin King got better, and I remember that he's a first or early second round pick or any of that stuff. But corner, okay, we got two, that's decent. Linebacker would be nice, but we don't really have any options there. Safety's okay. Where does that leave me? I'm looking at a defensive front that is a really good pass rusher, a bad defensive lineman, a good defensive lineman, a bad defensive lineman, and a mediocre edge rusher. There's three spots we can fill here. Now, not really. We're not going to replace Preston. But again, if I'm just if I'm just blindly looking at this, I would say defensive. I mean, outside of linebacker or right tackle or tight end, none of which are really great options. Defensive tackle is just it's staring me right in the face, just begging for help. And so again, we're going we're going Ross Blacklock. As a interesting little aside, I have Ross Blacklock as my f- fourth favorite defensive tackle in this class. There's Derek Brown. There's Javon Kinlaw. And of course, I have to put Raquan Davis in there because I just. I can't not like Raekwon, man. I just can't. I've tried to not like him. I fail every time. But six foot four, three oh five. Kind of took me a while to come around to him, but um, I did. Anyways, with the 31st pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the 49ers with their second pick in the first round select. And this is really going to upset Packer fans. Jalen Rager, wide receiver, TCU. So I mean, the 49ers are still a top team. Not a ton of holes. I mean, there are some, but. We filled the, not really filled, but we got a linebacker, which is an upgrade. We do have weapons, obviously. We've got a fullback, tight end, wide receiver combo. That's pretty scary. But we lost Sanders, and um, although T. Higgins is still higher up on my board, I personally prefer Rager over Higgins, so there's a little bit of bias. But beyond that, I just figure, why not replace a similar skill set to Sanders? And it's definitely not T. Higgins. That would be Jalen Rager. Plus, they've got the, not really big like T. Higgins, but he's a physical kind of guy at wide receiver, so let's just get the smaller, faster, jumpier guy. In the words of the great Joe Bennett, I'm doing an opposites thing. And finally, with the 32nd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Jeff Gladney, cornerback TCU. Yes, that is three TCU players in a row. That has to be some kind of a record. I'd be surprised if two TCU players have ever gone in a row. I don't know why there's so many in a rows for me. I had four tackles in a row. I had three LSU guys go in a row, almost four in a row. Javon Kinlaw was in the middle of Grant Delpit, 
Cleopatra, Queen, Chason, and Fulton. So weird. But anyways, I, I know the mantra for the Chiefs is their their defense is really, really good. I'm, I'm, I still would love for somebody to just show me who the really good players are. I know Chris Jones is good. I know people think Frey Clark is good. He's not. Derek Nadi is not good. Alex Okafor is not good. Their linebackers are terrible. They do have decent safety. And their corners are, are just awful. I mean, Brashad Breland is still like their number two guy. It's not a good thing. I know I'm talking about the Super Bowl champions here who won in part because of their defense, but I, for me, that's just, let's all just stand up and give a round of applause to this defensive coordinator, because what is he working with? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting more defensive help, because I don't like this defense at all. I just don't. So, anyways, that's it. Perfectly timed, by the way. It's just time to shut this bad boy down. Anyways, you folks, have yourselves a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.